This is Off the Red Carpet with George Pinocchio, sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Off the Red Carpet. I'm George Pinocchio, and today we're going to be talking with some major stars about a new comedy that I thought was just terrific. I smiled all the way through it. I laughed out loud and listened to the names. Jane Fonda, Diane Keaton, Candace Bergen, Mary Steenburgen, along with Andy Garcia and Craig T. Nelson and Don Johnson. These are people who have been in the business a long time, and it was so refreshing to go do my day of interviews and have them all show up ready to go and start on time. That does not happen all the time in this town. So I interviewed all of them in less than an hour. I noticed that several of them were with the same publicists they've had for years. It was such a refreshing thing to see. Now, this movie, what is it about? Well, this is a group of friends. They've known each other forever, and they're part of a book club, and all the women get to take turns picking their books. This particular month, Jane Fonda's character walks in with her selection, and it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, bear in mind that this movie stars women who are all over the age of 60. Jane Fonda's actually 80, and it was terrific that this book kind of wakes them all up in a different way. And so that's one of the great things about the movie, and I think you'll enjoy that too. You're also going to learn how this movie even came to be in the first place. It's a great story. Why don't we begin with Jane Fonda and Don Johnson. He plays a guy from Jane's past, and she plays a very successful hotel owner. You have a certain confidence your character does in everything except one. Hmm. You're, you're not quite sure you can get her, but you won't give up. And I think a lot of men and a lot of women are going to see that message of some things are worth fighting for. Right? Well, uh, uh, yeah, I, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, that, that uh, my character, Arthur, um, has, like me personally, has been in love with uh, uh, Jane for for. Um, for 40 years, and I think that uh, he realizes in that moment that this is the person that he is meant to be with, and that 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 completes him, if you'll pardon the the the, the cliche. Um, but I think that he's willing to put it all on the line to obviously to to make that happen. But let's let's not confuse things. This movie is hysterically funny. And it's a, it's about relationships, of course. I said that it kind of gets hornier and hornier as it goes on. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I loved about it is that despite the humor and the laughs, I cried three times. I cried when Candace Bergen gave her speech at that party. I cried when Mary Steenburgen's dance situation mm-hmm. and he showed up. And I cried... Um, when Candy, when Diane Keaton made her speech to her daughters. Mm. Everybody gets a great moment in this movie also. And you wrote that down, and here's what I wrote down in my notes. I just wrote, um, the depth sneaks up on us. Yeah. It really mm. does, yeah. in a beautiful way. Yeah. And, yeah. and I also think that you can be 16 or, or 70 or, or beyond, and a lot of these themes are relative to teenagers who lose their first boyfriend or girlfriend and they're never going to love again or someone, you know, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying here. It really is ageless in that way. Do you Mm. agree? Yes, and I think it'll, it'll, it'll help, it'll make young people less afraid of getting older, you know. I wish my mom had um, continued on with the relationship after she lost my dad and I think that this 
is good for people to see who are younger. I but agree now, with let's, that. Let's, I agree with that. Let's talk about the independent aspect of this. I love that this movie started as an indie and you all saw something in it that said, I'm not going to pass this up. Hmm. What was it that you both saw? Well, one of the things that I was excited about is working with those women. Um, they were all women that I knew, but not really, and I wanted to get to know them and become friends, and we've all pledged to remain friends. And at a certain point in life, when you want to be friends, you have to be very intentional, because we're all busy. So, you know, we've been to each other's houses, we have meals together, we, we do social media together, it's fun. So that was a big draw for me, besides the fact that I thought it would be a popular movie. I think it will be too, Don, before I um, run out of time. Well, I mean, the opportunity to get to work with Jane and to be in, a, in the company of all these fine actors is uh, it's a blessing for me. Now let's talk with Diane Keaton and Andy Garcia. Andy plays a guy who meets Diane's character on a plane. Some sparks fly, and he's interested in pursuing the relationship. Unfortunately, she has a couple of daughters who think just because she's a widow and of a certain age, she needs care. But she wants to be a free spirit in this movie. So here's Diane Keaton and Andy Garcia. I'll start with you, Diane, because yeah. I love that you were the first one to sign on. You yeah. saw something and yes. it brought other people on board. Yes. I didn't know that, but brought me on board. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I loved it. I mean, why wouldn't I like it? And, of course, uh, it was something I easily related to, her issues, you know, getting older, and then your daughters become your parents. I mean, really? No, I don't want that at all. So I thought that that was a great little topic amongst the other good stories. And then, of course, the opportunity to, to have a romance, which was divine because it turned out to be Andy, which was uh, somebody that, uh, you know, I, I couldn't believe it because he's a lot younger than I am. So I, I, we got lucky. We got really lucky there you, you because this, he's good. You have this Godfather connection, yeah, in a way. As yeah. friends, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, but your character exudes so much confidence. <laughs> yeah. I want you to take me back to the time <laughs> when you were a single man, and you tell me if you had that kind of confidence. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not <laughs> a man, not a boy. Right. <laughs> I didn't have so much confidence in, when I was in you know junior high and high school. I was more timid and, you know, but, you know, as I, as I developed confidence, then I was pretty aggressive. <laughs> Until I met my wife, I proposed to her the day I met her, and I, that was it. What? Yeah. You did? I did, yeah. Oh, and so that was, romantic. So that, that took me out of the playing field right away, you know, because we worked together since 75. Wow. If you, if you haven't seen his wife, she looks like Jeannie Triplehorn, I always think. Yeah, Beautiful. They have, they have, they have I know, I know Marivi. We know her because we used to have dinners together on She would Godfather get mistaken three. for Ali McGraw when, she, when we would go out as yeah. you know, I can see kids. That, yeah. she, people would think she was Ali McGraw. All right, we, you were talking about the fact that your kids were treating you as an old person in this film, but here's what I got out of it as the depth of it started to overtake me. Mm -hmm. I wrote... Anyone from 16 or 70 or more yeah. can shut off love, refuse love, mm -hmm. worry that love might not come their way again, or be afraid to love. Mm -hmm. So I think this is universal, mm -hmm. all about love, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. That's a wonderful observation. Yes, all I, about love. I kind of like hearing her say that, that was a wonderful observation. <laughs> but it was. That's why, I, that's why I'm here. I just want to hear her say anything she wants to say. <laughs> all right, let me look at my cheat sheet here. All right, okay. uh, also... Look, this movie gets hornier as it goes on. Ah, <laughs> so will this day. <laughs> this is really strange. Diane, here's the other thing yeah. I really love about yeah. it. I'm watching these four women 
all of whom I love and yeah. love watching. But I love that they're all successful. And I yeah. think that's kind of cool that yeah. we, we see that. And I think women going to see it will, will admire that. And I think men admire it just as much, strong women. It's a great listen. It's a great story. It's a great script. When I read it, I was you can tell. I said this is a beautiful script. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And for me, the fact that Diane was doing it, that, that's why I pursued it immediately. You know, Thank you, they, they didn't pursue me. I pursued her. <laughs> you're you have to understand how the director and the writer, I you know, director and writer feel because when you said yes, it changed the landscape for them. This independent film is now mm -hmm. a big studio production. I mean, well, it wasn't. Hot. It was independent. You know, yeah. I know. That's what it's I'm saying. saying. Now yeah. it is. But mm -hmm. you saw something. Mm -hmm. Sure. You're not going to tell me. No, I can't tell you anything at all. It's I'm in so the material. I'm so happy to hear this. It's I just, in the material. I'm basking in the glory of your words. How's that? <laughs> Do I have and your leave? outfit. I like what you're wearing. Okay? Uh, you're a fashionista, huh? I don't want to leave this room. <laughs> And now it's time to hear from Candace Bergen and Mary Steenburgen. I first met Mary back in 1993 when she was doing interviews for Who's Eating Gilbert Grape. And Candace Bergen, I was interviewing her when I worked for CBS and she was starring in Murphy Brown. While she plays a federal judge in the film, Mary Steenburgen plays a chef. In Candace's case, her character decides that it's okay to maybe open herself up to love again, and Mary's character is trying to get the love back into her relationship. But the two were a blast to interview. I love that this is what started out as an independent movie, and Diane signed on, and then all of a sudden, bang, 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 these familiar faces we love are all part of it. I don't know how this happens. We don't either. We don't either. We don't either. It's lightning in a bottle. We, we don't know how we ever found a distributor. During shooting, we don't know how it got made because it was a first-time movie for Bill Holderman, and we thought, is he going to pull this off? And um, So it, it, to us, it's like a miracle. This movie gets, I'm going to say, hornier and hornier as it goes on. <laughs> Thank you, I think. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, geezers having sex. But here's the thing about that. It's I wrote down these about the four women. You can fear losing love. You can fear um, jumping into the possibility of love. Women who won't love and women conflicted about um, going back into that world. And that is something that it happens for men and women at 16, and there's no age limit. Mm -hmm. So I think it's completely ageless. In that way, yeah, right? Yeah, and and there in the four of our characters, each of us is in a slightly different position. And Jane's character is, is just, I want no feeling. I want, I want the zipless sex. I I want to be in. I I want them out, and I don't want to care about them. And then she comes up against an old boyfriend, and uh, and Mary's character is resuscitating her marriage, which has sort of gone on the skids, and and Diane's daughters are have gotten her a walk-in tub, so uh, <laughs> she left herself out of this equation. <laughs> I know. Oh, and yeah. you, my dear. <laughs> and and I'm a federal judge who just thinks life is fine with my cat. <laughs> Why do you think it is so enjoyable for us to watch? Because I laughed out loud at least a dozen times. Oh, great. I'm so glad. Well, <laughs> A, it's funny. The script was funny, and then hopefully we brought some more fun to it. But I think also there's something really lovely about watching four women our age together on screen. That's a miracle. Who also really 
dug each other and really got a kick out of each other. And every single scene that we did together, we brought it. Like we were, we were ready and we're just playing off of each other. And there was no diva and there was no, you know, uh, it felt for four women who've survived this business, I think there was just so much fun brought to yeah, it. Yeah, it was know? pure pleasure. And and the night before we started shooting, I got a call from Diane. She said, um, Candy, I, I, I can't do the movie. I said, really? And she said, no, nah, I, just, I just can't do it. You know, you guys are my, and, and so I'm just, you guys just take it. I said, yeah, but you know the thing is, you, you have first billing, and it's it's going to be noticed. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Divvy up her lines or something? Of course, she shows up. But yeah, there. I ask Andy Garcia this because he plays this incredibly confident man, and I wondered if he was like that as a young man. Oh, uh, Diane has her scenes. I but, thought those scenes were so sexy and but, so romantic. Just, but I want to know about your confidence level when when you were single ladies in that world. Were you as... Because I love that all four of these women are crazy successful. I think that's important to watch. I think that's fun to see. Yeah, they're all very accomplished. That really wasn't a question, was it? I kind of split two thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to put a question mark in there somewhere. I'm out of time. i got yeah. 30 seconds to just say, that's one of the other things I love, that there is success all around and a whole lot of wine. Yes, yes. yes. Well, that's always fine. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this movie couldn't be made without the filmmakers themselves. Bill Holderman and Aaron Sims wrote the screenplay, and Bill decided he would direct it. But Bill had never directed a movie before. So how in the world can you get all of these major stars in one movie for someone who has never directed one before? Well, it happened, and you're going to hear how during this interview. Yeah, I mean, yes. one of the things that we set out to do um, was make the movie sort of ageless and and timeless. And that, to, to your point, it's like the storylines, they could be engaged. The themes are universal. Yeah. And that's sort of what we the story we're telling is that it, this continues to happen. As long as you continue to engage in your own life, there's still new things, new opportunities. And new obstacles. Exci yeah. Obstacles, <laughs> excitement, and horniness. <laughs> I think we were all surprised in the theater last night, the journalists, when you said this was an indie project that Paramount Pictures picked up. Because yes. you have this incredible cast of people that had to come on board for one reason or another. Explain yourselves. Yeah, well, it's hard to make movies with, you know, this age demographic being the leads. And it's just, you know, it's an unfortunate reality to, of our industry. And hopefully this movie, you know, lets people know that these people still have, you know, a box office draw and still matter. And they're still incredible actors, obviously. The, um, the process was in, incredibly hard. Yeah. Not only, you know, we wrote the script, we picked these women, we went after them, but we, we just had a feeling. It's just this one of those weird things, I'm sure, in, in all walks of life where you're just like, I don't know why, but I think I think we can make this happen. And we had no reason to believe that it could. Um, but it's a testament to Paramount to, you know, in terms of the braveness to sort of pick it up after that. Because we did, oh, yeah. we made it independently, and then it was like, what are we but do? who approaches Jane Fonda? Who calls up Candace Bergen? We, 
Aaron emailed Jane Fonda. I had Jane, I had Jane's email um, <laughs> because so of my job. That so I literally just was like, "Hey Jane, remember me? I met you that one time, and uh, yeah. here's the script." But we went, we wrote the script specifically for Diane and for Jane, and so we sent it to Diane's agent and got her on board first. Yeah. And it's a testament to her sort of bravery to sort of jump on this movie. But each movie. one of them had to meet with Bill individually and yeah, yeah. make sure, because he was a first-time director, and so he he was in the hot seat That was for them, times. not for me. I was like, yeah, I need to meet with Diane. I'm no, not sure. No, they wanted to meet him for saying yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, how much wine was consumed during the making of this film? For, by we us? Have changed, <laughs> we lot. have changed the economics of the Napa region. Um, no, and they'll complain about it. On set, it was all fake, sadly, Post making the movie, it has all been real. Yeah. And so, and we only drink see- Keaton wine. The Keaton wine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so all right. I, I think I have time for one more question, and I will. I will do this one. The depth of your movie, I think, surprises us. We don't know it's coming, and then all of a sudden, it becomes a movie that has so much meaning. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I. Well, yeah, we're grateful for that, and. Look, we worked really hard on the script and we worked really hard with these women to make it rooted in characters and believable and truthful and hopefully that's coming across. So we appreciate that. Last thoughts and I've got to get out of here. Last thoughts is that we truly just wanted to make a movie that for two hours you go in and you just feel good and I really hope that that's... that's Last thoughts. Go see it. We need Go people see out it, there. Please. I mean, come on. You know, this these, is like these you know, movies we... genuinely don't get made. They and they don't get supported by a studio that often. We love Paramount, but people have to come out and see it so that we can make more like these. Yeah. Well, I hope that happens for you. I sure Thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you. Thank so you much. so much. All right. Now, I think what you're going to find with Book Club is that no matter how old you are, you could be 13 or you could be 83. You know what it is to love. You probably know what it is to feel like you're not loved anymore, that you want to love, or is someone going to love you back? Love seems to be an ageless theme. And in this case, it's taken care of by actors with generations of experience who know what they're doing, who saw a script that they loved, and signed up for the project, not for the big bucks they may have made, because remember, this started off as an independent film. They wanted to make a movie that they thought you would like to see. And personally, I think they did that. Book Club is rated PG-13, and it's in theaters now. See you soon for another edition of Off the Red Carpet. 